Hey everyone, I just got out of scene Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning and I thought I'd give my first review out here. So yeah, we drove an hour to see this movie, of an hour to go watch in an early IMAX screening just for you guys. And I was also kind of excited. Uh, and I just got to say, this is probably a, the most thrilling movie besides maybe Evil Dead Rise I've seen this year. And I think that is 100% the best of the franchise. It's still not my favorite film of the year, like some are saying, but it's a great film nonetheless. And as I said, I did drive an hour to go see this movie. So I was dedicated. I was dedicated to see this film. And I just want to give my little background. As you know, I binge watched the six Mission Impossible movies over the past over three days. And that was that was a lot for my brain. But I did it so I could feel comfortable seeing this movie. And I just have to say, you do not have to do any of that. I took my friend who had not seen any of the Mission Impossible movies, and she was fine. She, had, she was like, yeah, I understood everything. I mean, all the character dynamics. I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't watched all six of those movies. Although Mission Impossible 2, what a great cinematic experience. I will never forget that. I'll never forget that. But went to the screen. Screen was sold out. And they did something really weird and I thought was really awful is that they played their trailers. They played their usual trailers. I think they only played three or four, which was nice. But they started to give this, like, behind-the-scenes look at the Rome chase sequence. I'm like, no, stop showing me this. I'll watch this afterward. Let me watch the movie now. I'm in the movie. Stop selling me on the movie. I'm here seeing the movie. It's like AMC playing the Nicole Kidman ads. I'm like, don't take a play from their book. Don't show me an ad for a movie that I'm already paying to see. Plus, it's, like, showing me stuff I haven't seen before. And I'm like, I'd rather wait to go see that stuff in the movie. And it was just – I was just, like, holding my heart – holding my eyes away i was like i don't want to listen to this i just want to wait till the movie starts same with the intro to the mission possible movies where they flash forward through them throughout the movie i'm like i don't want to watch this just let me just let me enjoy the movie i don't want to see any flash forward scenes so i usually just like put my head in my lap and i didn't i didn't watch that either but other than the preview part which i was really really upset about i was like why why are you stop showing me that and they did two of them too it probably was like six minutes long. I was like, no, don't show this me this. Stop. But it's a thrilling movie. And I, one that I had no idea what was going to happen next. Like they took some liberties with like a lot of characters. And they went a lot of places I didn't expect. So this is this is 100% Tom Cruise's movie. You can tell he's a producer. And he delivers what he usually does. He's Ethan Hunt in all these movies. And he acts the exact same. He has to, This time he has to choose his friends over the world, which he does almost every movie. So it's nothing really too terribly new with this character at this point. I mean, there's not much you can do whenever you're seven movies in with the main character still being the same, but he's good. He does some crazy stunts, which we'll talk about in a second. But the real standout of this movie, the real MVP of this movie was Haley Atwell. I don't remember. Grace. Grace was her character's name. And she was awesome. She was in a lot more of this movie than I thought she would be. She had the, she had so many awesome action scenes. She was very smart. She felt like what Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character was going for in Indiana Jones. I know some people pointed out already, but I very much agree that she was like the version of what she was. They were trying to do in Indiana Jones, which I thought was funny. A lot of similarities to Indiana Jones and Fast X in this, by the way. But uh, yeah, she was great with the action scenes. She was kind of the newcomer, so I'd explain everything to her. She did lead to some unforeseen consequences in this film that she actually regrets. She's not an awful person, so. She was very, very charismatic, and I loved her role in this. She did an excellent job. I'm glad to see her in a giant movie like this. Hopefully, it leads to more. Um, Luther, Vic Rames plays him. He always delivers. He's my favorite character of this franchise. I love him. He doesn't do too much, but he doesn't really do too much in every movie, but he is so fun to watch every time he's on screen. He's some great words of advice in this film, and I can't wait to see more of him. He's amazing as usual. He's my, he's my, he's my, even though Haley Atwell was the MVP of this film, he's my favorite character of this entire franchise. I love him so much. I love him. <laughs> and then you also got Rebecca Ferguson, who was honestly like a huge find for this franchise. She shows up in five, and she just brings so much life into these movies. It's insane how much life she brings in these movies. And there, it was a huge find of this franchise, and she doesn't do too terribly much. She's kind of sidelined with Simon Pegg and Luther and Vic Rams, and her are kind of all sidelined in favor of the new characters, which I kind of thought sucked, but 
she still had some cool action scenes here and there. Just she, I thought she was going to do more, and she didn't do a ton in this film. Uh, there's also that actor from the first Mr. Impossible who's like the head guy of IMF in the first one. Now he's the head of CIA, I think. He was awesome. He had like two great monologues, and actually maybe three. Oh my gosh, he was so much awesome. He was so much better in this one than in the first. Maybe he aged into it, but he was so good in this role, and I loved every monologue he had. I was hanging on every word. I was like, oh, oh, this is really good stuff. This is very cinematic, what you're saying right here, and they'd overlay it with other stuff. I was like, ooh. I'm eating good right here. This is great. Yeah. Um, so uh, those are those are the characters that I really liked. Action season wines. So you have the big Abi Da. I don't know. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But in Saudi Arabia, I'm pretty sure it's Saudi Arabia. But you have the big desert scene, which was fine. I mean, it kind of. I don't know. I think desert action scenes in deserts are kind of pretty bland because it's just open space. You can't really hide. It. They had a few walls here and there. But same with John Wick when you open it and he's like chasing the guys down the desert. I'm like, this is this is kind of boring. You just you're out in an open field. There's not much you can do special there, and that was fine. But then you get to the airport, and there it's not really like an action scene. It's more of a chase scene as they all try to dodge each other and the feds and stuff like that. That was cool. I like what they did there. But none of those really stood out. When we start, the stuff that started to stand out was the Rome scene, which went on way longer than I thought it would. It probably went on for a good twenty minutes. Haley Atwell's involved in all of it. Tom Cruise is too. Everybody's there. It was awesome and they did a lot of you could tell that they did real stunts too because when people got hit people got hit by cars you felt it and there was this one lady next to me just kept leaping out of her seat leaping out her seat whenever a car hit someone oh it was so awesome we all jumped it was great then you got the venice scene the venice scene was more emotional more dramatic i love the meeting that they let me just say at the party with all the every all the main characters meeting there taking at a parlay they're all meeting there peacefully that stuff was great. I loved the way you had you couldn't hurt each other, but they were going back and forth with each other. Um, and then you got to the more emotional stuff afterwards. So that was great. But the real highlight action scene of the movie, besides the cliff jump, the cliff jump, which they used to promote this whole film. I'm glad that wasn't the climax of the action here. It's not, but it's it's a big part of it. But the train sequence, the train sequence also went on way longer than thought it would. It had a lot of moving parts, a lot of the knife fight and the stuff on top of the train they showed off and the, showed off behind trailers. But when it, the train, as you see in the trailer, when the train starts going a little haywire, that stuff just, oh my gosh, it was so good. I was, everybody was like super, super tense and you could just feel it. Everybody was quiet and watching Haley Atwell and Tom Cruise did those scenes so well, so well. It was just, it was a highlight of the film and I want to go see it just for those last 20 minutes alone. It was, just, it was just so good. The action, it looked real. I don't think they actually drove a train off like they, sh like you see in the trailer, but it looked pretty real. It looked pretty real, although you can tell there's a little bit whenever it's being real and whenever it's being not real. So, And then I just love the overall villain of this film. The overall villain, let me just leave it at that. Uh, it's AI. as They've given a lot of people have given it away at this point, so I, don't, I feel comfortable telling you all that. But the real villain of this is AI. It's very timely with the writer's strike, all that stuff going on. And I really like that Tom Cruise is taking a stance against AI. Taking a stance against AI. He did it in Mission Impossible where he was like, We're not doing any self-driving pilots here. And he's doing the very similar thing because they they compare the AI to Ethan Hunt very much. Like you can see the reflections in one another a lot here. And I just let Tom Chris point out, like, no AI, no AI can beat me here. No AI is happening here. And then he goes rogue, of course. I'm pretty sure he goes rogue in every single movie at this point, <laughs> except for maybe two. And that's why two is so amazing. It's so great. And I, I just love that our government is just awful in all these films. And every single government is just awful in all these films. It's very true. It's very, it's very realistic portrayal. And for those thinking, when they see the trailer, it says, Dead Reckoning, part one. And you're like, oh, boo. We're going to end on a giant cliffhanger like in Fast X where they just hit pause. They actually concluded it very well i felt very satisfied more than so in spider-verse maybe because i love spider-verse i really really love spider-verse that's still my favorite film of the year 
but it felt a lot more conclusive for me here, the, the part one, although it leaves a ton of stuff open-ended, but it felt more conclusive. Okay, we made reached this milestone. We can go forward with the sequel. And I really liked how they did that here. It felt very great. But now I want to get to my weak points. First of all, the, the other villains, not the AI villain, but the actual humans villains were just so awful. Gabriel, who has some secret backstory with Ethan Hunt that we never heard about in all seven films. And he's just, he's just he, he makes you hate you, which is the job of the villain. But I wish a villain could just do more than make me want them to die. Oh, and my friend will tell you, I wanted them to die so bad. <laughs> I really did. But it just I, just, I didn't love them. And none of the Mission Impossible movies have great villains, honestly. C Philip Seymour Hoffman is the only good one. I really love him. Other than that, they all kind of suck. So I wasn't expecting much, but I was expecting much, a ton of stuff from Palm Clemente, who I absolutely adore as Mantis and Guardians of the Galaxy. I was excited to see her shine in a role outside of that. But she, she she has like 10 lines. Not even that. I don't know how many she has, but it was very little. She's at least in all the action, but not as much as I thought she would be. I thought she was going to be the main villain. And I think it honestly would have been better if she was the main villain. She does a lot more at the end, but I just I was hoping for a lot more after she had crazy cool character design as her and mine, an assassin sort of thing. We don't even get why she's doing what she's doing. I was really disappointed. I really wanted more from her. Also, this is really cringy dialogue. Like, Fast X levels of cringy dialogue sometimes. I know the past ones have cringy dialogue, but also I was kind of speed watching those, so I can't point out a specific thing. But the stuff about a party and stuff about comparing Ethan Hunt again to, like, the coming of Jesus, the second coming of God, I was like, oh, okay. It was very, very cringy. It was Fast X levels to me almost. And very, this movie is very much similar to Fast X. I kept pointing out... Like, the way they detonate the bombs is very similar to how they do in Fast X. The Rome sequence is very similar to how they do in Fast X. They go down the same exact stairs as they do in Fast X here. It was very, very similar. I'm like, what is happening? They must have been filming. Like, <laughs> one of them probably filmed, and then the other was like, okay, we're going to come in. We're going to film a week after you guys. So it was just very familiar to me, which I thought was off. Also, some of the choices made in the film didn't quite sit well with me. I can't quite explain due to spoilers. But that mostly, mostly that stuff has to do Gabriel and also why I didn't like Gabriel. Stuff towards the end with Gabriel, I think you'll know what I mean when you see it, but some logic choices were like, oh, we can't do this because that means this. Oh, wait, we get the same ending either way. I'm like, just, oh, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But Gabriel really was not my cup of tea. But after watching six Mission Possible films, Rosa said, my brain was kind of melted. This one in Fallout sanded me the most, maybe because the Fallout was the last one I saw and now this. But that one felt like it had like a good character and like, oh, they get their happy ending. And then we had to screw it all up with this one. But I feel this is one is much more thrilling than that one. But I also have trepidation in that statement because I only saw this one in theaters. I never saw Mission Impossible Fallout in theaters, so I wasn't feeling that same exact thrill seeing my screen. I've had spoilers for that film already for me, so it was kind of new what was happening. So I I don't know if I would have necessarily liked this one better had I seen that one in the theaters. But all I know is I had a great time in the movies. Um, the popcorn bucket is up, and buy that large popcorn for the sun. Buy that large popcorn. Even if it makes your tummy hurt, like it hurts my tummy, buy the large popcorn for this one. You will not regret it. This movie will thrill you with the action scenes while having a very well-structured story. I wouldn't call the story great per se, but it's a very well-structured story surrounding it. Tom Cruise delivers once again on all the stunts. They do like everything for real. Haley Abel is a great newcomer and all the all your favorites are there. Everybody's gonna be there. The villain's still on the weak side, cringy dialogue, and some of the it just some of the choices didn't sit right with me, but those are probably my only trepidations from for the film. So it's a film that I loved, not my favorite of the year, but it is a film that I loved, and you will have fun. And that is what Tom Cruise's goal in all is in all of this. So thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Follow me on my social media channels. But thank you so much. Let me know what you thought of Mission Impossible down below. I'd love to hear what you guys thought. Thank you so much.